Ah yes, hot takes. What better to do than to react to them? So recently I put up a story post on our Instagram at bbasketballcentral asking for your hot takes. Speaking of our Instagram, I advise you to follow and turn on post notifications to never miss a post regarding the next YouTube video. If your take was not mentioned in this video, please do not take offense. There were over 50 different takes submitted, so I can only fit so many into one video. But without further ado, let's get straight to your hot takes. First one up comes from at Kaysen.Royale. He says, a healthy Jazz can beat the healthy Lakers in a seven game series. Now this one doesn't need much explanation. The Lakers are simply better. Kaysen points out that this is with everyone healthy, which just adds to the blasphemy of this take. But for the sake of everyone who might still agree with this, let me just say, on one hand, we have the Utah Jazz, a perennial dark horse team led by Jonathan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. They are currently first in the West with a 36-11 record, which by the way, is a 77 win percentage. The Jazz are not only playing incredibly well, but also have three players in the All-Star game. On the other hand, we have the Lakers team that, if healthy, are the clear-cut favorites to come out of the West. A team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, two of the best seven players in the NBA today. The Lakers are coming off a championship season in the bubble where they dominated every single series, en route to LeBron's fourth ring and 80's first. Now I think that this series with everyone healthy would go a 6 solid games. Why I think the Lakers would simply win is because of their star firepower. A team with a top 2 player of all time and another top 7 player in the league right now is simply going to outmatch another team with maybe a top 15-20 to 20 player in Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. Although the games would be competitive, I would 10 times out of 10 put my money on the Lakers. Our second take. Wow, another one about the Utah Jazz. At Josh underscore Spooner underscore says, The Jazz aren't making it out of the second round. Not as hot of a take as the first one, but definitely one to break down. I think that the Jazz are the third best team in the West come playoff time, behind both LA teams. Again, the Lakers and Clippers' star firepower simply outmatches what the Jazz can provide with their role players. But say, the Lakers and Clippers play each other in the second round, or potentially even the first if the Lakers drop to six and have to face the Clippers who remain at three. In this case, the Jazz will likely make it to the conference finals. Now they might face the Suns or the Nuggets or the Blazers, but Utah should be able to handle business and make it out of the second round. But if Utah meets any LA team for this matter, in the conference semifinals. I think that the Jazz will go out early. There's probably even a chance that Utah gets eliminated in the first round. If per se, the Lakers drop to eight due to injuries, or even if the Nuggets or Blazers fall, and I can't say for sure, but I give Utah a 40% chance of making the conference finals. Now the next one up is more of a vintage take. At Zamor.Andrew says, Dirk had the best playoff run of all time. For this take, I'm going to assume Zamor is talking about Dirk's performances individually. To give some context before why I explained this take is true, the year we are talking about is 2011. The summer before, LeBron James and Chris Bosh had just joined the Miami Heat, forming an unstoppable team and starting the era that we now live in, the era of super teams. Now the Mavericks were tied for second in the West, but by no means were they the favorites. The Spurs were at the peak of their dominance, while Kobe and the Lakers were on a mission to 3 as champions. Quite frankly, no one 
absolutely no one expected this historical Mavericks run. I mean, some folks even questioned if the Mavs would get out of the first round versus a Brandon Roy-like Blazers team. If they had won that, they would then have to face the reigning champs, the Los Angeles Lakers, a team with still a top three player in the NBA in Kobe Bryant. Then they would have to face potentially the Spurs and then the Heat in the next two rounds. And that's exactly what they did, shocking the whole world by beating the Blazers in six, sweeping the Lakers, then demolishing a young Thunder squad in five. In the NBA Finals, they would go down 0-1, but would claw their way back to win a crucial game too. One of the biggest comebacks in Finals history, if I'm not mistaken. After the Heat narrowly won game three, it was all Dirk from there. Dirk would lead the Mavs to three straight wins and upset the newly formed Super Team Miami Heat. In my opinion, this is definitely the best individual playoff run of all time. Not only because of their circumstances and the teams they had to face, but also for the fact that Dirk averaged 28-8-3 the entire playoffs, while leading the underdog Mavs to the franchise's first championship. Some honorable mentions are Kawhi Leonard in 2019, LeBron James in 2018, and Tim Duncan in 2003. I'm sure there were other ones, but Dirk, in my opinion, undoubtedly had the best individual playoff run of all time. Fourth hot take comes from at Midrange Bandit, who writes in, Rajon Rondo is a top five basketball IQ of all time. Now this is a very subjective take because there's no solid definition for basketball IQ. Rondo had an incredible ability to pass and play make. It feels like he had eyes on the back of his head Rondo has been a 10 assist threat throughout his career and recently showed in the finals why his basketball IQ is so valuable. Some players that I can name that have a better basketball IQ than him are LeBron James, Magic Johnson, and Nikola Jokic, and arguably Steve Nash and John Stockton as well. I would say that he's slightly behind all of these players, but top 5 is a very valid take. The next one comes in from at Perez.flake. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He says, Giannis will win the 2020-2021 MVP. A very bold take to say the least. Before I claim that this will not happen, I want to give Giannis the praise and respect that he rightfully deserves. He's putting up 28-11-6 with good efficiency on the third seeded Bucks with a 31-17 record. Now is that MVP worthy? Pretty much. Giannis is doing what he's been doing the past two years and his team is in a good position to in the standings. But this just won't happen. The first reason is voter fatigue. In the modern day, where there are so many superstar players putting up 25 plus points on a nightly basis, they just won't let them win three MVPs in a row. It just won't happen. The other reason is that there are others who deserve it more than him. Off the top of my head, I know for a fact that Jokic, Embiid, and Lillard all have better cases than him at the moment. Things could change with injuries or 40 points per game from Giannis the rest of the season. But where it stands right now, Giannis will not win the MVP. King underscore Brady says, Prime Rondo over Kyrie. I'm not sure if this is just a troll take or if you really think this King Brady. Even if we're talking about prime, prime Rondo in his Celtics days, he still wouldn't be close to what Kyrie currently provides. But yeah, no way that Rondo is better. Just no way. Now the last one comes from at Daniel underscore the underscore baller one. And he says Nikola Jokic has always been better than Joel Embiid. For this one, we're not going to look at right now because it's honestly a coin toss at this point. 
Both of them are MVP candidates and have been so consistent and efficient this season. Embiid was drafted earlier than Jokic, but didn't really play until the 2017 NBA season. The argument ends here because that year, despite Embiid only playing 31 games, he almost won Rookie of the Year. For the season, Joel Embiid put up an efficient 20-8 and and was undoubtedly better than Nikola Jokic that year. Although Jokic could be argued to be better than Embiid any other year, this 2017 season held back this hot take from being true. Nonetheless, both Jokic and Embiid have been playing at MVP levels this season. And this debate of who is better will stay around as long as they're in the NBA. But that does it. Reacting to your NBA hot takes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at bbasketballcentral to have a chance to be featured in one of our next videos.